You're listening to the Loose Cannon Comics Podcast. Check out Loose Cannon Comics on Instagram, SoundCloud.com, and iTunes. Also visit our Loose Cannon Comics YouTube page. Now, two men... No, I don't want to read Say it. And now, two men who have no idea how to please a woman, Tony and Eric. <laughs> Um, yeah, hi. Welcome to Loose Cannon Comics Podcast. I'm Eric C. I'm Tony B. And we are uh, brought to you by none other than the master. It's Bader. It's Tater's time. Tater's, huh? Tater's, huh? Potatoes. Well, we got plenty Dylan. of people on you the line son here. Of a um, bitch. We noticed that Taters had a phone call coming in. We have our friend of the fa- uh, of the family and of the show. We'll call him K Mac. K Mac, how are we doing today? Doing well, sir. How are you? How was having Taters' father as a troop leader? Taters, <laughs> huh? Um, he you, just kind of hung around and act. Yeah, he was just around. It was, it actually, now that I think about it, it was really weird. <laughs> oh, please, please elaborate. Gay, gay, gay. <laughs> Name every single person. Gay. I think uh, Dylan was there. I, I, I mean, yeah, well, hanging out. Well, I know, but Dylan, <laughs> but Dylan never wants to give. You know, Dylan never wants to give us the full skinny because he's got dream catchers coming to his house. And, you know, he's got his mom, uh, you know, sending him chakras to, to his uh, L1 to L5 lumbar section. That's where it's at. She's a healer. She is a healer. Dude, I swear to God, she was like, she was doing some, uh, you ever seen the second Indiana Jones where he's trying to rip the heart out of Indiana Jones? And she's doing it so nicely with love that she literally lifted the pain out of my body as opposed to my aorta. And the uh, the most She's a important. healer. No, she is because I'll tell you she this. Pulled six pounds of concrete dust out of my body somehow. Oh, be, can uh, <laughs> Macintosh? Can maybe just relinquish if you won't relinquish much about the uh, the uh, Boy Scouts? What about the time that uh, Tater's dad took a bong hit and he almost passed out? That's <laughs> true. That that all happened. Uh, why don't you? Uh, what what happened? So we, you know, like uh, you know, protect the names. We were uh, upstairs, and he, you know, he's got his little pinner joints and everything. I'm like, well, why don't you step up to the chong bong here? And uh, he fired one off, and then uh, he almost <laughs> fell down the spiral staircase. Holy God! <laughs> I remember that spiral staircase <laughs> you had. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Yeah, it's God. it seems like the Price family re- reaches their expiration date at around 36. Was he done after that, or has has he smoked after that? Oh, he definitely smoked after that. I don't know if I'm out of a bomb. Yeah, I don't think he's. I know he passed out again at my parents' house at some other point. Yeah, it might be your uh, might be your Glade uh, air fresheners or something. If you're not ready for a bong, though, it takes it'll knock you out. I was used to work with this guy, and he's like, "Yo, I want to hang out. I want to hang out." So he had a bong. And the kid took one hit from it, and the guy like, they had to drive him home the next day. He couldn't drive. Well, Macintosh hit me up yeah, at that time. I, that shit one time. He was like, "Listen, bro, I'm giving you this cookie, right? You got work tomorrow." I'm like, "No. You got any emails to send? Are you actually <laughs> going to talk to anybody that's serious?" I'm like, "No. Good. This thing shut you down for about a day and a half. I ate out on the way home. I was like." I don't need that. Check in my watch. Yeah, I don't need that. Like, when it comes in like a tsunami, it's like, oh, great. This is going to ruin your life. Well, that sounds like a real treat. Yeah, you start, looking, what I need. you start looking through a pinhole size. I was at a party about a month and a half ago with somebody, and uh, the guy had one of those volcanoes. You know the volcano? Yeah. So oh, yeah. We go to the party, and, like, this girl's like, oh, I'll do one. And then she's like, oh, I'll do five. And I'm like, you don't do five <laughs> volcanoes. No one does. You just you don't do it. And needless to say, this this person was uh, less less the worse for wear. Now on, I smoke weed exclusively with white people. <laughs> Calm down, motherfuckers. You win by default. <laughs> you got good weed conversation. All white people talk about when they get high is other times that they got high. <laughs> I can listen to that shit all night. Dude, remember at Frank's last week? It's fucking smashed, man. 
and catalogs everything they drink. Two shots of Jaeger. Tequila. Four bong hits, man. Beer. Cheeseburger. That shit is great. Only bad part is you cannot pass out around white people. Every time white dudes pass out around each other, they always do some borderline gay shit when the guy's asleep. Frank fell asleep, so he like stuck a carrot in his ass and put shaving cream on his balls. Like, did you happen to notice the woman that tried to rape Tony at the <laughs> local bar? <laughs> oh my god! I think I saw a piece of that. Yeah, it's literally like the fish you catch from Tappan Beach um, down on the water. You know, like <laughs> you know the ones that like let a lot of sulfur and. Balky bar talk too much and healthy. Oh my god! But I let I let Tony to die. He's like he says to me. He's like you said. What'd you say? You were like, oh, well, uh, you know. She goes, well, oh, oh, you just leave me over here and not even talk to me. You said something like that. So then she starts really MC Yammer starts going for it. And like I got away the first time. But then the second time I was like, I'm not having this again. He's standing next to me. I'm like I grab. I'm like, have you met my friend Eric? I just like threw him in front of me. He's like peace sucker. <laughs> yeah, I was like I'm Eric, and I just kept walking. Was it, was it was she anything like um, the lady with hoofs that broke my TV? Oh my <laughs> god! Oh, listen to this. And it looks like our apartment got robbed. The front tables flipped over. The cabinets are open. I walk in, and and Kevin's my next door neighbor. So I look into his room. His flat screen is taken off the bureau and just slammed down onto the drawers, cracked into what? a million pieces. Oh no. So I thought my fa- what you said yeah this is when yeah this is when flat yeah. screens were actually worth money so the, he fucking she slammed it down I thought somebody robbed the place it was just apparently a wild boar Kevin shut her down and she just went into rage mode on the way out oh you gotta love that but this is the kind of house though that it was like you you could like drop us barely notice to paint the picture of this place for for the listeners out there in La La Lands. Uh, when you would pull up the driveway, a guy would actually cue the Tales from the Crypt song as you drive up to the front door. And it looked like the Tales from the Crypt house. <laughs> and then, but the, the greatest thing that Macintosh, uh, that Kev Mac had going on, was getting uh, delivery boys to come up to his bedroom. To get strangled in the you basement. Know how, like, do you notice how, like, any other human being um, gets, like, pizza delivered to the front of your house, right? <laughs> Comes down the stairs like Bram Stoker's Dracula. That's, that's why he's the deal maker. It's couch. Well, that fucking house towards the end looked like your foot could go through the floor and come out in the kitchen. Dude, we had a raccoon racetrack upstairs. That's actually what brought OTB back. Did you know that? Yeah. We were running so many illegal. That's all you could hear. We were running illegal raccoon <laughs> races. It's like. I'm like, oh my god, and it's and it's raccoon eyes in the lead. Yeah, that place is that place is crazy, man. It was the house of horrors and the house of horrors. Well, one, I'd be embarrassed about where I live usually, but uh, well, Matt- Eric, Eric lived in a in a boat for a year and a half, and uh, it wasn't his, and he would bring broads back to the boat, and then he woke like in the morning. The guy who owned the boat came in, and was like, "What the fuck's going on here? It smells like horrors." <laughs> <laughs> well, the um. I uh, at the time I was working at the marina that the bro- boat was being held and I was such a fall down drunk I told them I had another job on Saturdays but I got so drunk on Friday nights I would forget that I was told them that I was uh, working on Saturday nights so I'd get out of my buddy's boat and by the way I'd be woken up every morning by heat asphyxiation because my dad would go uh, this ain't no flop house I don't want to see you until Sunday night. So it's like six days out on your own. So I started living in somebody's boat. I'd be like, I'd get out of the boat. I'd go eat at the clam bar at the place I work at. And they're like, don't you have to be at work already? Yeah, they moved the hours back. I got six beers under my arm and a sandwich, and I'm ready to go back out on the water. That was pretty <laughs> much my experience. It's not a bad time. No, listen. You know? If you play Frank Sinatra on a uh, on a boat, at 12 o'clock at night with the moonlight hitting, your chances just increased by 60%. Dude, we used to go down to the Babel Beach. You'd go walking on the Ransom Beach at night on like a 
one o'clock in the morning at, at the breakers, it looked like beached whales washed up. There's people hooking up every 30, 40 feet. Well, and also, McIntosh, you're very, you're very handy. Do you think you can maybe make a metal detector for used condoms for Tony so he doesn't have to go <laughs> sifting through the sand? They're all over the goddamn place oh, down there. Here Always we have been for years. Here we fucking go. You walk the streets of Babel, it's like there was a, it's like there was a war and the condoms with the shell, the casings for the bullets. God forbid. <laughs> it's all over the street. It's like it's like the fucking jellyfish migration on National Geographic. God forbid our actual society is protecting themselves from a killer disease of Look, hepatitis and AIDS. Bro, I commend these How people for- How dare they, Tony? No, no, I commend these people for practicing safe sex. I just kind of wish their parents had. Yeah, but- <laughs> Hey, but listen, how long, how much do you really want to touch a condom after you? I don't want to touch it? any of them ever. I don't want to touch it before I'm done with it. Yeah, hey, well, we know about you and your make a deal or no deal germaphobe fest. But what I'm saying to you is, as soon as you're done jumping your uh, your dumb juice into a condom, right? right you want to get Dump that in your juice. You want to get that fucking thing off of you ASAP. Yeah, it's, you want to hire somebody to remove it. Does anybody have different rituals with taking off the doms? You never grab it from the tip, right? You have to. What? You have to grab the tip. No, that's putting it on, Tony. You grab you the tip grab and then you pull twist. it off simultaneously. You're grab in and it. twist. Make sure that reservoir tip gets held in. Well, in, while you put it on, you hold the reservoir tip and roll the condom down your penis, right? Getting it off is the same. No, it's not. Otherwise, you'll make a mess. You're already out of the woman, Tony. I mean, it well, yeah, matter. I know. It's not, I get. I get that part, but it's like you don't want to make a, a further mess. Who's making it? When I you remove it, dude, no homo. I wish I could wish you to. I, I wish I could ask you to record it to put it on Instagram. Oh God, it'd be, it'd be Benny Hill music playing in the background. <laughs> Are you drowning in student loan debt? Feel like you're going to be paying them off forever? Well, those days are over. Thanks now to Dedicide. Eliminate student loan debt with this small, easy to swallow capsule. It's filled with space age patent chemicals that stops your debt dead in its tracks. So well, what's in it? Here, take it. It's cyanide. Our theory is if you're dead, you can pay. Call in the next 15 minutes and we'll double your order. Wait a minute. If one pill kills you, why do you have to double the order? Fine, we'll triple your order. Call in the next five minutes and we'll kill you absolutely free. Well, either the world's been uh, burning since the world's been turning. So the only time you either call me is when Trump puts a CNN reporter in his place or you got something nice going on. So which one is it? Well, really neither. I'm, I had some uh, comedy gems and they just hit me and I thought maybe you could polish them. So, uh, oh, okay. Ooh, so, you know. you know what I like about this is, is uh, and you can definitely give us your gems right after you're done, but being a bartender, the greatest thing about being a bartender is people who work at fucking um, Arby's, they give you comedic advice. Now, Kevin's a funny guy. Right. Kevin's a funny guy. Yeah. I give him street... Electrician giving comedy advice is kind of the same thing. Yeah, it's not... <laughs> It's not the volts that get you, it's the amps. It's electric. It's the amps. Oh, my God. Have you seen uh, Kev Max uh, act? It's electrifying. Ooh, it's a shocker. <laughs> so, anyway, getting <laughs> getting back to it. So, what what gems you got for me this week? Maybe we can call this. Well, I'm not sure if they're gems. I usually run them by you and uh, and see if you can polish them up. So, what do you got? Well, it's just like bird feathers. There's no reason to say bird. It's just feathers. There's no other animal out there. Um, have you ever thought that somebody else, you know, when a, a famous person died and you pictured the wrong person, and then you go, well, I was talking with uh, my guy Anthony over here, and he was talking, he goes, oh, when uh, Robin Williams died, I thought it was Bill Murray. And he goes, oh, man, I love Caddyshack. And I was like, no, that's not not him. It was... You know, it was the other guy, and he goes, "Oh man, I love Flubber," and I just thought it was a, it was funny, <laughs> and you might be able to polish it up. <laughs> this is in a game show. Can we polish? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear. Uh, I couldn't hear you after the uh, the uh, the the uh, crickets chirping. But listen, uh, you might have to bring in a whole semi truck full of shit for me to polish that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the two people that always do get uh, mixed up is Gary Busey and Nick Nolte. 
I can and see Nick that. Nolte. God damn it, Nick Nolte. But they're both still alive. They're both still alive. They have white hair, oh. and they're both out of their fucking minds. Nick so, Nolte looks terrible. Did you see him walking on the street? There's a picture of him. When's the last time he looked good? No, but he looks like he looks like you know how like David Letterman just kind of went down the drain with that facial hair explosion. Yeah, he kind of looks like that, like just a chia pet gone juvie. Well, see what happens is a lot of rich people when they get older, they try to keep their youth. But I bet you the bottom of his chin slash. Um, uh, like uh, goblet area is really loose. <laughs> so I, well, Juicy's mouth looks like a horse. Um, so is is that the three gems that you have for us this week, Kevin? That was that was those are the gems, man. Oh well, I can't get over to One Eye Jackson and get booed out of the place afterwards. What would you say is your best <laughs> uh, joke out of the three that you just gave me? No, I don't. I'm not going to give you any of that. All right. So listen, that's great. I'm letting you do that. I I love I I love uh, Macintosh. Uh, Kev puts Kev puts me as his personal sec- um, secretary all the time. Right. We made a song together a bunch of years ago. It's a great song. Yeah. It's called At Your Mom's House. Sure. I'll, I'll actually you know At what? Your Mom's House, baby. Wonderful At, song. Tell like song. Uh, Can you tell the audience actually what happened the other day with one of your friends hearing a song that we made eight years ago? Yeah. So uh, one of my workers calls me at like one thirty in the morning freaking out he's like kevin kevin this song is playing on the radio i'm like no no it's not and he's like no it, it is i'm like you're just playing it and you're somehow you're drunk and busting my balls he's like no he turns it up in the car he's like i'm driving right now it's on the radio How, what did you do i said i didn't do anything i haven't done anything for eight years so Megan, <laughs> so kev just keeps staring at me and going and just going get it out there eric it's like get I'm, it out. I'm doing comedy at the Olive Garden, and he wants me to get out a hit on the Z100. So was it on the radio? It was on Hofstra or Nassau? It was on Hofstra or Nassau Community College Radio at 1.30 wow. in the morning. You switch it. Well, well, technically, uh, Kevin never wrote the email because it would be in uh, a pop-up book in crayons. Right, my the, girlfriend. The, wrote the, the greatest thing about women, <laughs> you uh, know that. The, the greatest thing about women and relationships is their clerical work is just it is just impeccable. <laughs> she helps me out big time with my billable hours. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, now. Yeah, Kevin didn't get a girlfriend. She got an accountant. He's like, it's much cheaper. It's only $120 a, a week for dinner <laughs> rather than paying her five days a week for a grand. So you, you're always wheeling and dealing. That's why I'm Uncle Deals. Yeah, not, the, not to mention she's easy on the eyes and a good person. Can I ask you a, a question, Kevin? If you can maybe possibly move to a place where you don't sound like you're 30 leagues under the sea. Um, I'm driving home from work. I can't help you. Okay, I, 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 I can't help you. Why do I need to call your phone number? Why don't we have a personal business line that is not working? What are you doing here, man? What's going on? Did, did we pay the bill? Did we, right, uh, did, probably did not. We pay the bill collectively? No, we didn't pay the bill. We, what we, happened? What happened to your card, man? Um, act, uh, well, okay. So I have a little bit of a program that I run, right? So do you know when, like, <laughs> you know, like when you sign up for like Amazon free for a month, or if you sign up for anything for a month, what they do is they don't cancel you after a month, right? They keep billing you until you remember that you signed up for something stupid. Eric apparently has some kind of mental illness and uh, can't really come to the phone right now. So instead of actually getting uh, on the websites and canceling them, what I do is I cut my card and throw it away and get a new one. Oh, for God's sake. Eric's been sent to more That's collections than a baseball card. <laughs> <laughs> but That's it, insanity. That's ridiculously mentally retarded. So I'm assuming they're probably like, since I signed up a year ago, they're about three debit cards behind. So I just got to update that one. Oh, boy. What other, how many services are you just... Stop taking flyers on that you need to do this every single Like month. Hulu, whenever I want to watch a movie because I sign up for a new account so I don't have to pay for the month. You know, there's a lot of ways around. I'm the MacGyver of the Internet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. MacGyver of Damn. the Internet. So just like MacGyver. Yeah, pretty much. Right. I just, he <laughs> Is there a specific MacGyver for the Internet alone? Yeah, because he didn't have the Internet. So if I'm he two, did now. I'm 2.0. He would now. He wouldn't even have to Google everything because he already knows how to figure everything out. How old would MacGyver be now? Uh, 60. So we'd still be using the internet? No. <laughs> he would be using the jitterbug. He'd be on Facebook. No, actually, he's down. His business is down for four years because uh, he's waiting for his Medicare to uh, kick in. Right. So then he can actually use that money to start fighting crime again. Good luck, buddy. I wouldn't be waiting. I wouldn't hold your breath. <laughs> yeah, so we had a big show this week. And yes, we on did. Saturday at Governor's yes, Conduct. Yes, we did. Sold out within like eight days. Yeah, dude. Fire Eight sale, days. bro. Fire sale. Well, I was joking around with Tony because I asked him about three days before the show. I go, do you know how many people are coming? He goes, no. Did you ask how many people are coming? I was like, oh, no. It's kind of like when you go out a night of drinking and you don't want to check your checking account the next right. day. You're like, I don't want right. to know that there's four and a half dollars in there. So Tony gets in touch and he's like, yo, who's got two thumbs and has got to sold out? Show these guys. So we sold out, uh, sold out pretty quick, and uh, we will ha be having another show April 27th. It's going to be ridiculous. Dude, I get a message on Facebook from his brother, of all people, and he's like, he's like, are you guys really selling out? Are there still tickets available? And I'm like, bro, I don't know. I mean, did you try to go online and get them? And then, like, I'm kind of rehearsing for the show one day, and I get a text from my mom, and she's like, you know your show sold out, right? And I'm like, uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so it was our first time actually hosting a show. Me and Tony were the host. We did 15 minutes each, and oh, we yeah. hired other comedians. Produced the whole thing. Uh, Loose Cannon Comics Productions, and you will be seeing them soon, April 27th, in the same room called The Little Room in Governors. And they weren't joking about being a little room. Small room. Small room. Holds 60 people. Um, it's it's small. It holds, it's, 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 it doesn't, it looks smaller than I guess that it is. It holds 60 people, but it's intimate, I guess, is the word you would use. Yeah, that's what we call, yeah, we call it intimate in the business. Yeah, it's intimate. But it was I think it was a great show, man. All the comics showed up, all the people showed up, place was packed. You couldn't even get to the stage. You had to squeeze your way through the crowd. You know, I mean like it was like nuts and shoulders all the way up to the you know, all the way up to the steps. And shit every loose. everybody every yeah, shit got loose. Everybody had a great set, dude. All the comics were funny. You know, everything went off without a hitch. The club was pleased, the audience was pleased, I was pleased. It was great, man. Wow. Yeah, but the the funniest thing about it is they have one bathroom inside the little room. Right. But this thing is the size of my apartment. It's like a Russian doll. If they knock this thing down like three quarters of the size, they could fit like 70 more people in there. I feel like calling it the the bathroom with the little room in it. It was more like a bath warehouse. It a was bath <laughs> studio. 
And it was so great. I'm, I'm halfway through my uh, ladies' night uh, skit from uh, from me working as a bartender. And, of course, I look down in the front row. Who's in the front row? One of my ladies from ladies' night. Oh, no. When I'm completely calling them the golden girls that smell like mothballs, and I made so many Minamusa martinis last week that I got tennis elbow, and she's just giving me the matumbo from the, <laughs> from the stage, like naughty, oh, naughty, no. you know? But it was well-received. Yeah. People had a great time. It was 90 yeah. minutes in and out. The best part was that people didn't even know that it was over. They was like, man, it went quick. That's what I hear from a lot of people. It went quick. It went quick. So, yeah, so more to come from us at Governors. I met Nick DiPaolo. Yeah, cool guy. In the back room. Yeah. He's a funny dude. Absolutely. He's yeah. a funny dude. It sounds good. It look, he looked uh, extremely excited to be there. Yeah. It looked like he was going <laughs> into the electric chamber. The electric chamber? Is it, it, is they just put you in a chamber no, actually, in the whole room? No, no. They have a new thing. They put you in a an electric chair while they pump gas in there. Just in case the electric doesn't get you, they gas you to death, too. So I had to behave myself that night because I'm on stage. I'm halfway through my set, right? And I tell this joke, and it gets a great laugh break, right? Towards the end of the laugh break, I hear somebody from your table go, wah, wah. And I'm like, ooh, you don't want to be doing that. Well, who said wah, wah from my table? I don't know who it was, but I figured it was like one of your relatives. Otherwise, I would have ripped their fucking asshole open. Was it one? Well, I, well apparently to my, uh, uh, from my uh, family, you have tried that on several occasions with women. I told them to keep away from Tony. <laughs> I was like, I, my first thing was destroy. And then it's like, no, it's probably somebody's grandmother or something. It'll just be nice. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes you just got to say screw it and just go with it, you know? Yeah, but I, I hate hecklers. I will, I will annihilate someone for that. It is a little bit tougher, I'll tell you this, that people do that to um, host comedy shows. They make it look a lot easier than it is. Yeah, I felt it went pretty yeah. smooth, though. I felt we really had a good grasp on it. The comics are strong. Both of our sets were great. You know, Nigel was hilarious. And the weirdest thing was when we go up to the owner, I introduce myself. I'm like, hey, my name's Eric. And uh, yeah, he goes, you're the guy from Loose County Comics. I was like, yeah, because I've seen him. I never met him before, you know. He goes, you're the, uh, you're the guy that gave up all his shit in his apartment to shoot videos on YouTube. And uh, you do a podcast that's pretty popular. And, like, you guys pretty much gave up everything for this. And I was like, uh, yeah, but what made me, <laughs> but what made me a little scared right. was this guy's dressed in a three-piece, um, you know, suit, and he's got a real thick Italian accent. Awesome dude, though. Yeah, he's a nice guy. And you know what? He was, he was really. I guess a lot of people don't really are too eager. They, we were like, yo, listen, you want somebody to mop this place up? We got you. You know, it's like it's all good. So, um, yeah, good things to come from there. We might be getting on their radio show or vice versa. Um, so things are going to be good. I came off the stage from my set and I went out to the bar to get a drink. So I'm like, all right, I can finally go out. I mean, I'm, my set's done. Eric's, you know, he's, he's up there and he'll bring up the headliner. So I have a little time to get a drink. So I go to the bar, I get a drink. Right. And, uh, somebody offers to buy me a drink at the bar and I'm like, no, nah, I'm wow. good. So I'm standing there and the bartender's like, how's it going in there? And I'm like, I think it's going pretty well. And he's like, yeah, well, we hear, we're hearing the laughing from out here. So I'd imagine so. And then I'm like, what are you for the drinks? Like, don't worry about it. So Tony kept telling me I wasn't excited on Saturday. So yeah, you didn't seem like you were that, that thrilled, man. I wasn't that excited for you? We come, all right, so we come off stage, right? I'm like, yeah, baby. We come outside, right? There's people everywhere, bro, right? There's like people everywhere. The place is slammed because Nick DiPaolo is going on, so his huge crowd is there. Our crowd is a little bit more modest, but they're there too. People everywhere, right? We come off, we're talking to the comics. We're talking to all the people that came out to the show, you know? I'm like, yeah, man, we both had great sets, so we didn't have anything to feel bad about. You know, we came out like conquering heroes, right? Eric's like, you know, he's like an emo kid. He's like, you know, moping about. I'm like, all right, dude, you know, do you. I'm like, you do what you got to do. <laughs> so let me get in the car. And he's like, he's like Leonidas. He's like, yeah, you know, yeah, all right, that's true. I'm like, yeah, it's great, man. Ah. I was thinking about this. It's like, why don't I allow myself to enjoy things more like, I, I, like like you said, Leonidas. Yeah, I, you go. You're like Leonidas waiting for the next battle. That's the way I feel right now. I want to fucking, I want to grab somebody's head off with my teeth on comedy, and I want to knock everybody the fuck out on stage. Like that's my mentality right yeah. now. And like, you know what I've been doing? I've been fucking watching Rocky One. Rocky well, Rocky One. Well, you know why? Before the show? No, just in general over the last month. Right. Rocky One. Because you know what? That guy represents us to a fucking T, okay? He's done some really bad pornos in the beginning of his career. The guy has zero <laughs> brain cells, right? But what does he do? Sheer will. Sheer determination. 
You might he doesn't have all the skills in the world. But then he takes the best of the best who doesn't take him seriously and takes him to the fucking mat. He doesn't win, but he proves to the rest of the world that he can hold with the best of the best. I mean, we've been fucking we made videos on Uncomfortable Couch for, for two years, Tony, that got fucking 200 views a week. I had a group of people watching them last Saturday. They were literally crying from our videos. How is this not viral? How is this not viral? I always tell people the same fucking thing. Yeah, give me 10 grand. Give me 10 grand and we'll go viral, you know? Yeah, but you know what? My mentality has always been you're only as good as your last show. And and you know what? Our last show was pretty good. Um, why do people always think that they can do comedy, though? I don't know. I don't know. I had this whole skit about how, like, uh, this guy's at the bar and he's critiquing uh, women's figure skating. So I go to him. I go, yo, dude, you work at fucking Jiffy Lube. What do you do? What do you know about a double butterfly? You know, the only yeah. the only axle twist axle this guy knows about is uh, involves rotations of tires. You know, like everyone thinks they're an expert about the Olympics. And I love like the guys who think they can do it. It's like, yeah, guess what, guy? Go stand up on stage with all the lights in your face and a hundred people staring at you, waiting for the first joke, and watch them go 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 go. Yeah. Next time you go drinking, you have to remember it's like having a party, right? But the party is in your stomach. The stomach is the bouncer. He's the door guy. You don't want to annoy him, right? Now, when you have a party, you invite your friends, you invite your family, because you know everyone gets along. No problems. Same thing when you have a party in the stomach. Now, if you're going to invite alcohol, stick to one group. Like beer, you can mix up all the beer you want, because beer knows one another. <laughs> they show up the stomach. He's here, I'm telling you, man. Hey, stomach, what's up, man? Listen, it's just us beer, you know? Looking for a little party, hang out, you know? <laughs> now, you know everyone, you know Coors Light, Sam Adams, Bex. Oh, hello, he's crazy, man. <laughs> he's nuts, man. You know Heineken, you know? And your stomach's cool with that. All right, come on in, just keep it down, all of you, understand? <laughs> Beer goes, are you sure? Because there's like 20 of us here, man. <laughs> Beer goes in, having a good time. Now, a party. People find out about parties. So does other liquor. Next thing you know, a couple scotches show up. How are you, stomach? Could you got a great party going on in there? Well, they could have in some big pipers. What do you say? Stomach, I don't know. Come on, show me that. Went up and around. Now you're mixing a crowd up, stomach lets them in. Now that's when tension starts. People don't know one another, and that creates tension. Scott just walking around with his boys, coming on, boys, look at there, look at that. Look at it, look at it. Oi! Heineken! Right here, you rot bastard, you. Don't like you. And now there's a lot of tension. You can feel it going on in there, but now everyone's showing up. Jägermeisters and Zambuka, Saki. Oh, how'd that party here tonight? <laughs> what a big party. Come and help all my friend. Come on. <laughs> now the place is packed. There's a lot of tension. Everything's getting out of control. Your stomach, hey, hey, come on, guys. I'm not gonna tell you again. Keep it down. Pad <laughs> up to here now. <laughs> And that's when the crazy people always crash the party. Who always shows up the end of the night, tequila. <laughs> and tequila doesn't show up alone. There's always eight or nine of them lined up. <laughs> Stomach gets all brave. How you doing, tequila? Listen, listen, all right? It's a little late. Can't let you in tonight, I'm sorry. You know? Besides, I let you in three weeks ago. You ruined the place, you hear me? <laughs> The kid's like, come on, man, we won't start no trouble, man. We just came here to have a good time, man. <laughs> right, senor? That's right, senor. We left the worm back in the van. He won't mess with nobody, man. Like an idiot, your stomach lets in one shot of tequila. And then he sneaks in all his friends when no one's looking. Come on, man, ain't nobody looking. Go to the legs, go get the one. We're gonna go get the bone. Your stomach, all right, that's it. Everyone, 
Get out! But listen, you were telling me some some crazy shit that. So you've been doing a lot of commercials down there and and, and producing a lot of stuff. But apparently, one of the job uh, descriptions is you got to take things home with you. You buy a watermelon. You get to name it, and it comes with programmable data that spec off real newborn kids. And you kind of learn how to, uh, you know, cultivate a child, as it were. And, how about a puppy uh, first, one. rather than you get some some fruit that weighs about 21 pounds that doesn't make any sounds? Yeah, or those babies, those electronic babies you got to take care of. Remember that in health class? Yeah. Like, who wants to take care of the baby? It's so, like, I'd rather have a threesome so, with my dad you know, and my grandfather, but thanks. So you can plug your phone into it, and it charges your phone. That's what's special about these watermelons. They cross hibernated potatoes, which can actually conduct electricity, with the watermelon. So it's it's um, it's an adaptative approach. It's like so a Tamagotchi from hell. Smartphone and it downloads and charges at the same time. So my dad would, uh, my, when I brought my home, uh, the electronic baby. You had the baby? I had the actual you baby. You got stuck with it. That made the sounds and stuff. Yeah, Holy stuck with God. It. So my dad wakes up at like fucking 3.30 a.m., right? <laughs> be good. So I get home from work, and the thing's cool for like five hours, and then he just starts to cry. No joke. It will not stop crying from 12 to 3. I thought the thing was broken. I Next thing I know, it's like the fucking, it's like the ice agent's coming into my room at 3 a.m., my fucking, all I see is a shadow. It's my dad. He grabs the fucking baby by the front two legs, opens up the closet, and throws the fucking thing in there like a dirty bag of boxer shorts and goes, if your health teacher wants to fail you, tell him to fucking call me on my lunch break. Uh, no, negative. That's over. Let them die. Goodbye. Oh, I'd have put that thing outside. Because guess what? <laughs> no teacher would stand a chance if Kev Sr. didn't get his 8.5 hours of sleep after dragging a fucking oil hose all week. Yeah, I wouldn't tolerate that. Yeah. That stupid thing crying and pissing yeah, all over the place. That would have been like, I already else. had two fucking kids. Yeah. Okay, I don't want my kid to know how to have a kid at 16. It's like, what are you trying to get people pregnant at 16? And what's the point of that thing anyway? What, sticking a card in the back of it stops it? Yeah, that's going to stop a real baby. Oh, I'm sorry. You gave your baby a hemorrhage. Yeah, he wouldn't shut the fuck up. Yeah, imagine them like downloading the data when, the, when like after I get done with it. It's like, oh, like, so you threw it outside. You put it in the closet. <laughs> you fucking Tony's <laughs> literally trying to pour go, uh, Gerber food down the watermelon's <laughs> mouth. Oh, that's crazy, man. <laughs> Remember the eggs? You have to keep the egg in one piece. That was another pain in the ass. Oh my I god! Skate. I gotta play for the for the women with winning the uh, the uh, the gold for the first time in cross country. Um, the guy went ape shit. I gotta pull this clip up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The curling thing is just a little ridiculous. You know what? It's like it's like if you it's like I won a martial arts tournament. You're like really? Yeah, against five year olds. Like oh, yeah. It's not. You know, it's not. It doesn't. Uh, yeah, I mean. What, what what how did curling start and how did that make it to the Olympics? Somebody probably dropped a pizza on the ice and then slid a couple of feet. Like, hey, let's keep hitting it. A bunch of goddamn <laughs> a bunch of goddamn Italians showed up to Canada one day and was just like, hey, listen, let me show you how to play this. All right, so this I think this is the guy actually going to. You know how some people like you have the Al Michaels. Do you believe in miracles? Yes, you know, like. Yeah. That was one of the most iconic, uh, you know, things. Let's see what happens on this one. As gold, kicking a ramp. Oh, actually, hold on. Let me, let me actually try to find this. Hold on one sec. I'm going to pause this. Yeah, so this Olympics was so goddamn boring, they had to really, like, <laughs> push on the extra yeah. dramatics. So, like I told you about Al Michaels. Listen to this, and I'm putting in quotations since you can't see me. Classic call of the women. Great moment. Women winning the uh, the gold medal for the first right. time ever in cross country, which is not our sport. But I think this guy went a little ape shit. Here we go. Coming to the line. Here comes Diggins. Oh, Here the outside. Diggins making the play around Sweden. Yes. Jesse Diggins yes. to the line. Yes. And it is yes. Jesse Diggins oh. delivering a landmark oh. moment that will be etched in U.S. Olympic history. Oh, wow. Uh, it, it, it's it's two people on some skis. You know, yeah. you, you just might just need to just lower it a little bit. The guy know? next to him should be like, yo, guy. It was a tight race, but sometimes you just need to kind of like, you know, just take it easy, boys, a little bit. How far away are we from having just podcasting in the Summer Olympics? 
<laughs> They'll just give us two silver medals to sit in. I didn't even know we were in it. We win. The, we, we don't even win the bronze every year. Sitting on the couch is the new. Uh, Can you guys explain that to me about the Olympics? How if you get a bronze, it's as good as a gold with the medal count. They should really do away with that shit. You it don't. Sh- it should be like three points for a gold, two points for a silver, and one s- a point for a bronze. So if my team wins seventy-eight bronze medals, I win the Olympics. I know this. Uh, I love this old saying: You don't win silver, you lose gold. Oh, I love Tony. He's always getting, it's always haiku on us. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Ooh, I love that. On you. Face it, men are dim and sloppy. Wish you could get all the benefits of being with a man without being with a man? Well, your dreams have come true. Thanks to No Man. No Man is a revolutionary three-pack bundle that allows women to render men obsolete. Our first part of the bundle is our manless jar opener. Never rely on some caveman's brute strength to open up a jar for you again. Cuddle on your own terms with our No Man Body Pillow. Each pillow is infused with man musk. Also, options for chest hair and heartbeat. And finally, our personal female device. Hum yourself to ecstasy with our three modes. Quickie, lovemaking, and makeup sex. Now I can watch whatever I want. I have no need for men, thanks to no man. I used to rely on a man's get off. Now I just go home and hump my pillow. But wait, there's more. No man will send one of our male models to your house to keep up appearances on Facebook and Instagram with our Instabay option. Thank you, no man. Thanks, no man. Thanks, no man. Okay, so I hope that you haven't had anything to uh, eat or drink in the past 15 minutes because um, it's literally going to make you sick. We have two college feminists on stage talking about how, um, mm, how do I put this? Uh, Super Mario is sexist. Princess Peach speaks. Thanks, Mario, I guess. For fighting all those Koopa Troopers. And riding on the backs of dolphins. And traveling all the way to Star World to save me. You keep saying it was a lot of hard work. How you almost lost all of your 99 lives. How I should be grateful. But from my corner of the castle, it looked a lot like adventure. But But what do I know? I'm just a kid caught up in a tree. I get to sit in this 8-bit castle. Will you two shut up? By that fire-breathing turtle fuck, and I'm here for however long it takes your slow shit ass to get past that fucking flying level. And now, of course, what I want to do is get married and turn into another imprisonment called matrimony with you. You, whose brother was. Um, I don't think it's actual Super Mario and the video game they're mad at. What do you think they're really mad at, Tony? I mean, I didn't see Princess Peach getting out of that castle by herself. Yeah, I mean, she's pretty mean on the Mario Kart track, yeah. Princess Peach, but that's where about it goes. So, yeah, so then fight the lizard by yourself. This plumber gives up a really good-paying job. Plumbers plumbers make great money. Right. And he's got a brother, Luigi, who he's he had to get out. into the mix. So not only did Mario give up his whole life to save this queen when no one else had the gumption Nobody to else do it, it, he got his green freak uh, show brother who no one ever wanted to be, to save them too, and now they got a problem with it. They probably just, I mean, they probably just could have called the cops or the military or something. Why'd they call a couple of plumbers? The exact same outfit as you, except in a different color. Like twin little fucking infants. It's always whispering into my hair. Damn, Peach, if only I'd got to you first. But, but your princess, princess is in another castle. Filing her taxes. Because she's a princess. And a hell of a lot more money than you. Mario, when she needs her toilet unclogged. She'll call you. Mario, but your princess is in another castle. I don't know. Isn't that sexist that a man should have to uh, clean a toilet? I'll tell you one thing. If the one on the left was guarding the castle when I went in there, Princess Peach would still be in there. Holy shit, she looks like Super Trooper's daughter. Forget about it. Maybe the keeper. I'm out of here. I'm going back to fix toilets. Maybe that's like the whole conspiracy uh, <laughs> conspiracy theory about behind it. The girl on the left looks like uh, looks yeah. like Cooper Trooper's uh, niece. There's a war pole you won't crash me crawling into. Holy shit. The other one could be the princess of Ethiopia. She's so goddamn skinny. <laughs> Pack Sun called. They want their outfit back. Ooh. So, preparing to inherit rule of an entire country? Princess, princess Peach got work to do. Princess already brushed her hair today. Now Princess gotta make some phone calls. Send some emails. Get, Get her ball gown fitted just right. right. Oh, you thought Princess was trapped by Bowser? Maybe Princess hired Bowser as a bouncer. Because she didn't have time to reject you at the door. What makes you think every time Princess doesn't answer, it means she needs your help? Can't a woman get some alone time around here to deal with her shit? What shit, you ask? <laughs> Will you shut up? 
So that would have been the same ladies that complained if two men let a woman die from a lizard who breathes fire. Yeah, these two are going to be a real charm in about five years. Do you know how many times these friggin' dames probably practice this by themselves in yeah, the dorm room? Yeah, imagine having to listen to this the whole time I in the hope, room next door. I hope, well, I hope they don't have a third roommate. You want to know an interesting uh, side note? I would have burned the place down like Cooper Trooper myself. So you know the mushroom in Mario Brothers that makes you bigger? bigger? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's red with the white yeah. speckles on it. Yeah. That's the Amanita muscaria mushroom. It's a hallucinogenic mushroom, It's right? not the one that gives you psilocybin. It's the one that gives you, they make muscamol from it. Which is also a powerful hallucinogen. Really? And fly agaric. Well, I mean, do you actually know the um, the Japanese designers got their names when the Nintendo building was being built? They had these Italian plumbers come in to do the plumbing work there. And the no. Guy, swear to that's God. true. And the guy liked the look of them, and that's why the Mario... was fighting lizards that's and saving That's why Mario became... Ah, oh, it's a me, a Mario. I don't want to... S- these girls are fudge a brute face. Hey, Luigi over here. All right, uh, we'll, we'll give him like 10 more seconds. That's, that's Cause plenty. Because, like, like, I mean, God forbid the men that have to marry these women. I hope they're equally as bad as them. I don't know, body image, rape culture, motherhood, gender roles, the fact that no one will let her wear anything but a pink dress. You ride a dino. Maybe she drove, uh, maybe she chose to uh, wear the pink dress. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. It seems. Like I love a how bit I love, love how these two girls who have nineteen, who have no life experiences, no belts. It looks like literally the one on the left, Cooper Trooper's daughter, is wearing the spandex jeans that you buy, like the sweatpants <laughs> jeans, with no belt. I'm keeping. I'm keep wondering what this big blotch is on her crotch. And I remember she busted the screen. Her, I'm like, her is name that? should be Fupa Trooper. <laughs> Because at least he called himself Monster. Who said Mario was trying to fuck her the whole time? Yeah, really. Maybe she's trying to help out. Maybe he's just trying to save her. Maybe your dad hired him to go out there and get her. Maybe they're married already. Maybe he's a contract. Maybe Mario, since he's Italian, his dad is a contract. You know, maybe he's a hitman. He doesn't even know. Do you know how many levels of fire and shit he had to fucking go over? It was. He wasn't doing it for pussy. Yeah. No, and he wasn't gonna get any either. No, because princesses in another. Because castle. guess what? If he was going for pussy, he would never involved his brother. So then there'd be two guys for one hole. Fighting over it. Then you're fighting over it. But then again, you probably couldn't kick a dinosaur's ass alone. And Peach's voice? Hello, I'm a gonna win. <laughs> Why did he have to jump onto that flagpole at the end? Here we go. Here we go. Every ever like Mario Kart every night before sex with the with the princess. Here we go. And Mario's like, I'm a gonna win. I have to. It's a train wreck. I have to listen to the rest. At least he knew what he was. Not some one-dimensional super nerd who thinks human decency is foreplay, who thinks the savior complex gets me wet. You're a plumber. So I thought you'd be able to smell your own bullshit. You're the date who buys a nice dinner then calls me a bitch when I don't let you upstairs. You're the guy on the street who tells me to smile before cutting it into me. You're all the states in America where it is legal to rape your wife. So fuck you, Mario. Here's a level. You can beat it. Get a life. Ooh! Wow! You know what's the most edgy? You know what's the most scary part about that speech is the applause after the. Yeah, really. Well, it's probably a bunch of nuts like they are. You know, but they're talking to a fucking echo. They're talking to an echo chamber. Really, no one takes these people seriously. Like this wouldn't be a video unless people took the fucking. They probably paid three hundred dollars for this class at Berkeley. Oh my God! See, they never shut up. Thanks, Mario. It's like just imagine this: you wake up your morning. Folgers music is playing. Folgers in your cup, and then you go down to the to the uh, the kitchen, and you're married to one of these, and they go. No, I guess for fighting all those Koopa Troopers. Why don't you go to the supermarket, man, with the Koopa yeah. Troopers? I'd love to people see these people in six years, because they're just turning off anybody that would ever want to go out with them. They're they're burned a little bit. Yeah. You know, like the guys that are like women are bitches. It's like how many did you get turned down by, bro? Oh, I'm coming downstairs right now. My little strange smell in the basement. I would like to see. I would like to see the complete opposite. Then, what if Mario and Luigi never saved her? Yeah, exactly. She'd be eaten she'd be, by a dinosaur. She'd be having lizard babies by now. All right, and it's everybody's favorite time of the week. It's time for the voicemails. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Loose Cannon Comics is not available. 
At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Show you the night, huh? You know what this is? Yeah, you know what this is? I guess had a comedy show tonight. I was going to swing down there and see it, but then I remembered I didn't want to. <laughs> All right, so it's our favorite cokehead, cokehead dad. That's oh, your boy. Also, yo, my boy. Yeah, you he were likes last you. One, you were the last one to hang out with he him. He likes you, man. Uh, he's latched on. So he's, uh, you know, full of uh, positive reinforcement. He's full of something. Again. You know what I mean? I'm funny, too. I heard you guys sold it out, huh? Yeah, you sold it out. What do you saw next in the Olive Garden? I love how he goes... Um, one, he goes, uh, you know, I'm funny. Right. Everyone always says that. Everybody thinks so. Everybody always wants to be a comedian. We always we talked about this. Yep. I was like, you know how many people in the crowd probably want to be comedians and doing what we're doing? That's why they're there. And you're like, no, no way. You know how many basketball fans want to be, basketball to be a players. professional? Yeah, sure. But everybody does the same shit. Right. How many times have you heard from somebody, I want to do stand-up comedy? Yeah, I'm like, give it a and shot. I don't want to act like an expert. I'll be like, yeah, yeah go, give it a try. go do an open mic night. We'll see. Hey, listen, man, there's there's mad opportunities. But everyone thinks they're funny with their friends if they make them laugh, you know, yeah. three big laughs in five minutes. If you do that on stage, you're dead meat. And you know what I can't stand about open mics? It looks like the uh, the bread line in, in Stalingrad. Oh, Jesus It's like 3,000 comics waiting to get on. Looks like it, it looks just like uh, animals for the slaughter in do the bar. Do you ever see half these, these these comedy show posters on Facebook? It looks like the poster with all the presidents on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Christ. It's the monuments of am amateur actors, featuring six thousand <laughs> open micers. Listen, listen, next time you have one, you gotta, you gotta give me a call. All right, you gotta give me a call because I'm gonna come down there. I'll bring a bunch of people. I'll bring a bunch of industry types, and I'll, I'll, I'll introduce you guys around. You know, because I know the two of you guys are. You know, you're not really making moves over there. You know what I mean? And you and another guy, a ball guy, whatever the hell his name is. So, you know, give me a call. You know, yeah, 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 give me, yeah we're not even friends. Yeah, I, I can make moves to you. I can help you out, okay? I can help you, I can help you ride the tiger, okay? Because I, I, know you, I know you can't do it. I know you, you know, you're playing these small little, 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 little pinky little shows. You know what I mean? So well, let me know next time. I want to come down there and see. I'll laugh at you. You know, because I laugh at you guys all the time. <laughs> it's just so funny. All right? All right? All right, that Jerry Seinfeld? All right, that Adam Sandler? <laughs> all right? All right, Jack and Jill? Give me a call, all right? All right, bye, buddy. You know, for a guy that, you know, just busts balls all the time, <laughs> why would he even want to come to the show? And how blown out is he? He doesn't even know who I am. He's like the bald guy. The bald guy. And he and he only uh, knows Paul's name. I, he calls him Steve. Yeah, Steve. Calls him Steve all the time. I'm starting to do it now. Well, when you get to that goddamn amount of money, you really don't need to know who the plebeians' names are. You right. Know? <laughs> I can't wait to get there. That guy is flying, <laughs> he's bro. He's always I, on fire. I don't know if I want him in this, in this because he's just going to be talking the whole time. Do you think he can keep quiet for 90 no, minutes? No, he probably talks in his sleep. It's like, hey, so, hey, guys, how many of you are from, from Long Island? <laughs> He's just doing blow just with doing the straws it. at the table. He's, he's a snow sucker. Just rolls up in his fucking 2017 Lambo right in the front. He's probably lying in bed in that like... Where's the valet parking in yeah, this place? Yeah, where's the valet? Yeah, you got, you got a parking lot that keeps about 300 cars in it next door. The cars on the lawn. Oh, man. You know, I'll get it later. But you know what? At least he, li he listens all the time. Those are the people yeah. that are like the haters that love to listen all the time. We have a we have a, a a voicemail from we we got voicemails from Valentine's Day after our Valentine's really? Day episode. That's like me so, calling somebody. So on Valentine's I, Day. I just found one. Let, let's see uh, let, let's see what they have to say about Valentine's Day. Yeah, hi Eric. What's with everybody posting Happy Valentine's Day on Instagram and Facebook, Eric? What happened to the good old days? You woke up, your fucking broad was gaggling your cock first thing in the morning. Now we got to be sweet and sensitive. Tell them we love them. I'll fuck out of here. Anyway, I'm calling you back again, you prick. Who's that? Uh, that that's one of the listeners. You don't know who that is? He, he knows who I am. Wow. Um, you know, because uh, of the show, I guess he's a listener. So just like we said, it's like taking the Ninja Turtles sewer drain off of society. Yeah. Who knows where this guy is? Taters, he's a romantic, but, though. Taters. Uh, I, well... <laughs> He's like, yeah, no, we got to be sweet. You know, shouldn't yeah. you kind of be like that every day, kind of? Or I try mean, to be yeah. at least? At least a little bit. Make a conscious effort. Maybe you get a little bit more of that gargling you know, in the she's morning. she's gagging on my dick. Yeah, well, maybe Dice Clay's back. Well, maybe if you didn't talk like Andrew Dice Clay 2.0, maybe you would be woken up yeah. to that. You well, know, Rose once in a while. Rose you ever, blows. You ever hear like, you know, you get more, uh, you know, bees with honey? Maybe that should be our suggestion to Brian. Well, Brian, maybe embrace Valentine's Day and be as sweet as possible. You know, don't I, I you probably sound like somebody that doesn't like to be what to told to do. Right. Uh, but you seem uh, not to have a problem with telling your woman to gag on you. 
Well, he's probably in the middle right now putting his tall boy inside of a small paper bag and heading on down to OTB, so we'll let him get back to that. Yeah, hopefully the horse is hit tonight so his wife's actually not pissed at him. Hey, honey, I took you out to McDonald's because, you know, you're worth it. Da-da-da-da-da. You're going to be loving it later. <laughs> All right, so let's hear another voicemail. Yeah, how you doing, Los Cannon Comics? This is Tony the Plumber over there in Roslyn. Uh, uh, we took a look at your toilet. Tony had complained that his balls were hitting the water. Uh, <clears throat> that's oh, Tony. Uh, what's uh, what's going on? Did you did you get the balls in the water? I hate when they hit the wotar. Ah, uh, that's the worst. It's happened to you before, right? Hey, you know they they, they hang low and I they bet wobble you a to bunch and fro. Of guys too. And if you you know, and if like you know, you got half a chub going, sometimes <laughs> you got to make sure your dick's out of the toilet so it doesn't touch the water. You know what I don't like? Who's the um, who's the code enforcer and the engineer who puts the urinals in the men's room six feet up on the wall? Do you ever go into like the movie theater and like the urinals are like, at, like yeah. chest I'm height? I'm like, s- my God. I'm five foot seven. I always use the midget. I use the children's <laughs> I one. Use, too. I use the little people one. And the kids come in and they're like, Daddy. I'm like, I'll be done in a minute. But now, like, but now I wish they made one in between because they make the six foot one where my where my balls are resting underneath where yeah. like you're supposed to pee. And then you go to the smallest one and you're peeing on top of the handle almost. They have the little one and the one that's made for the Brachiosaurus from Jurassic Park. It's like, can we get. Some kind of middle ground. So you contacted, do you hire all plumbers with the same name as you? Um, and just, yeah. And just look at Tony, man. <laughs> Have a real monetary successful weekend yeah, over baby. at the uh, over at the comedy club. Now he's getting Blown his toilet toilets. adjusted so it doesn't touch his balls. Yeah, it's Apparently your balls will continue to drop as you get older. I live large, baby. Do you ever sit on a testicle? No. You told me Mr. Not one of my own. You told me Mr. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> would, you ta- would you take the nice bus to Hempstead? Hey, baby, what can I tell you? Because of his age, as you get older, your balls drop a little lower there into the, uh, you know, when you're sitting on the toilet. Uh, well, what you could do is what you do is you turn the notch. There's a float in there. You turn the knot a little to the left, okay? As Tony gets older and his balls drop a little further, you, you click it over there to the left. So you, you can save a few dollars. You don't have to keep calling me over to, to the studios there. Uh, you can open the lid of the toilet. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa. So the other day then when you needed to quote-unquote grab something in my apartment, were you allowing a plumber to come in so you can adequately take a shit in my apartment since you, since every time you use it, it either runs for three and a half weeks or the snap or you like karate chop the handle? I thought, this was one, I thought this was somebody you knew, considering your toilet is the worst toilet ever made. Well, you're the one that's made it like that. The only toilet in the universe that can be clogged with piss. There's a direct correlation between you working with me for two years and coming <laughs> over here and problems with my toilet. It's a coincidence, dude. No, it's not. You fucking, you Jackie Chen the handle, and then it... <laughs> and, and then it runs for thir- a fucking oh, three yeah, and a half weeks. That's, oh, yeah, but the toilet runs for about an well, hour. Man, I was thinking you were trying to do a nice thing without me knowing since your balls right. are hitting the water. I thought you were trying to fix it for me. So why do you have plumbers uh, coming in here unbeknownst to me? First of all, this guy's voice sounds like a pack of cigarettes with a phone stuck to the side of it. Do you know any plumber that doesn't incessantly smoke? Yeah, it's true. If you were putting together Lego pieces all day, you'd sm- incessantly smoke too. Eric's toilet- and as he gets older, you turn it to the left a little bit. Every click, every time his balls are sitting in the water, you turn it to the left. Just click it, click it over, click it over. All right, thank you very much. So that's actually some good advice for any of you older listeners. If your balls are sagging and you're getting old, what he's telling you is those knobs on the side of the toilet, bottom left or bottom right, you, you 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 tighten it a little bit so the water tank doesn't get filled up too much, so the water doesn't fill as much. It's these lessons to live by in life. Little unknown fact, though, do you know that our to- uh, the water in our toilets is uh, 98% cleaner than the drinking water all over the uh, the world? That's what I hear. Although nobody wants to drink it, that's the that's the that's the charming part. Well, <laughs> that's the charming part that nobody actually except wants the cat. To hear it. The cat sits there and drinks it. Uh, you know, the cat won't even eat turkey out of your hand, but I'll drink out of the water. All right, let's go to our other voicemail. <laughs> Are you serious? Dude, who is calling up and farting on our fucking voicemail? That's the funniest one we've had yet. 
I'm going to rewind this. I want to hear it again. Literally. Okay. So, it so like here I times. am. It, it says, you know, I, I read these things and it's like <laughs> a voicemail for show because we don't like to listen to the voicemails. No. So we have else. our natural, you know, our natural <laughs> reaction to it. So this, if you just missed it, let me play the voicemail we just played. It's the, it's the laugh at the end that makes it real. Yeah, it's like it's a Bruder film. Who is it's, that? It's either that guy is zipping up a bubble jacket and not trying to get his neck, or he is ripping fucking ass. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Yeah. At, least, at least, I guess we got a new sound effect for the show. Well, you know what the thing, the good thing about it is it's nice to have some intellectual discourse out here. Otherwise, we'll get typecast that is uh, you know, buffoonery and skylarking. Oh, God forbid. Us? Well, the show's over, folks. But the party doesn't stop there. Go to Instagram at Loose Cannon Comics and check us out. Go to SoundCloud.com or your podcast function on your iPhone. Put in Loose Cannon Comics and get ready to laugh. Also, go to YouTube.com, Loose Cannon Comics. Subscribe to our show to laugh once a week, each week. We'll see you next time, guys. And remember, keep your dick out of the dirt.